Amen. Tell me the heavier the cargo, the closer the cattle. The heavier the cargo, the closer the cattle. Are you are you hearing me today? I don't know about you, but I was promised an hour to preach. <laughs> and I find out I have ten minutes. That's okay. <laughs> so if you don't mind, I'm just joking. Don't worry. <laughs> We're gonna preach anyway, amen. When the Spirit says, go, I'll go, and when it says, stop, I'll stop. Any, everybody okay out there? Amen. I, I traveled all this way. <laughs> I'm going to take in as much sun as I can. <laughs> we'll recharge those batteries, and uh, then we'll take the trek right back up to the mountain. Right back up to the mountain. Today I want to speak to you very, very, from my heart. I want to share with you that... Uh, there are so many burdens that we bear in life, amen? And uh, somewhere, if the Lord is true, the Lord's word is true, and he's true, amen? We know that he's true. He promised us that he would never give us more than we can be. And yet, we experience something times tells us that something must be wrong somewhere. By a process of elimination, we know that it cannot be God's word. Amen? The Bible says, let God's word be true and every man a lie. It cannot be that God's word is false. But today we find out that there is a problem while we struggle in life so much and life often becomes weary and burdensome. I'm talking about life. Doesn't matter what aspect of your life. It could be your marriage life. Somebody say, mm. <laughs> don't say amen. <laughs> I don't think the church has enough insurance to bury all the husbands who've been killed. I don't know about you, but sometimes church life can become burdensome. And you become weary. Don't say it too loud. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all of this out. Because you know, I know next week you will have one of the greatest preachers I know of. You guys are just moving from glory to glory. I don't know. I, I feel jealous sometimes, you know. But that's okay. That's the way the Lord works. You know, I want you to know that church work can become weary and burdensome. And sometimes we wonder if God's word in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 is true. He said he would never give us more than we can bear. Sometimes in your job gets to the point that they are not paying you enough to go through the stress that you go through. And what is emotional becomes uh, physical after a while. After you've gone through enough of that situation, you begin to wonder if God's word in 1 Corinthians 10 Verse 13 is true because it seems you cannot bear anymore. 
I stopped by here to give you the solution. The solution is it's not the burden that's the problem. Come on now. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's not the burden. I tell them it's the yoke. Turn to your neighbor on the other side. Say, it's not the burden. It's the yoke. It's not the burden. It's the yoke. Bow your heads with me. Father, as we go into your word now, we pray that you will take full control. Help us, Lord, to find a way to make it through. Help us, Lord, not to just cope, but to conquer. Because you have not called us to just be satisfied living on the lowlands. You've called us to soar. So, Lord, we pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. For you are my strength. You are my redeemer. Like God's people say, amen, amen, amen. They tell me that the Asian weaver ant is able to carry upwards of a hundred times its body weight. Uh, if you are 190 pounds, I remember the days when I was 190 pounds. I know some of you remember those days, fleeting days. If you're a 190-pound male, that would be equivalent of being able to carry 1,900 pounds. That's the equivalent of lifting up four army Humvees, fully armored, at 5,000 pounds each. If we were proportionately as strong as the ant, we would be able to carry that. God has given his creatures the ability. Are you hearing me today? Don't, don't, don't think that you cannot make it through. God has given you the ability. Tell your neighbor, it's not the weight, it's the yoke. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. First of all, in this passage, there, there, there are really two portions to this passage. And each portion is, is, is balance. God is a God of balance. I'm so happy that Elder Fortune went ahead. God is a God of positive and negative. There is always balance in the service of God. Are you hearing me today? Uh, this passage can be broken down into two areas. Each area has a command and a promise. A plea, if you please, and a promise. Are you hearing me? The first plea is, Jesus says, come to me. Now, I don't know about you. This is in the imperative. He's not making a suggestion. He's telling you, if you know what is good for you, you would come to me. I know some people, you've, you've experienced it before. You've, you've been in problems. 
you've been in certain situations and, and somebody told you, uh, if you've ever been in problems, you can come to me. And you, and you came to them. You went to them on their advice and the situation only got worse. You got to be careful who you're going to. The Bible says uh, we ought to be going to Jesus. I don't know where you go or who you go to when you're in problems. I know many of us, we, we medicate ourselves with food. I'm going to touch it today. Many of us, we medicate ourselves with the television. Some of us even medicate ourselves with sin. Are you hearing me today? Uh, that's why that little boy was, was asked in Sunday school, what's the definition of a lie? And, and he said, a lying lips are an abomination unto God, but a very present help in time of trouble. Many of us, when we're in trouble, we go to the lie. Are you hearing me? And the first thing Jesus had to tell us today is, without me, there is no rest. Uh, if you haven't come unto me, you will never experience rest. There will always be conflict in your life if you are going after these things and you are not coming unto me. The Bible says in John chapter 5, verse 39 to verse 40, because some people go to their Bibles when they're in trouble. Are you hearing me? I'm in church. I'm talking to good Christian folk. We've been taught. If, you, if you're in trouble, just read a scripture and everything will be all right. And you know, some people in the islands, when they have a little baby and they don't want any evil spirits to, to harm the baby, they just open the, baby, the Bible over the baby's head and put it over the psalm, uh, using the Bible as if it is some magic trick. Uh, and people in church do that. Bible tells us in John chapter 5 verse 39, Jesus says, you Pharisees, you search the scriptures because in them you think you have eternal life and these are they that testify of me. Verse 40 says, but you will not come unto me that you may have life. It is not enough to just read your Bible. You've got to come to Jesus. problem we have in church today is people are going and coming and, and talking and discussing and, and sharing with everybody except Jesus. Jesus is the last person to know. Oh, he gives a command which is really a plea. Jesus says, don't you see what happens when you go to other people? How many times do you have to go to them and they disappoint you? How many times do you have to go to them and they turn against you before you learn? Before you understand that it's not the burden, it's the yoke. Before you understand that it's not the situation that you are in. It's the people you are with in the situation. Jesus says, come unto me. Don't go to anybody else. You come to me. And I will give you rest. That's the promise. That's what the, that is not what the song says. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. 
forfeit means you lose it. And, and I know most of us know about forfeit now because many of us, we have forfeited our homes. Come on now, say, mm, I've gone through it. Come on now. I, I, you, when you lose something, the Bible says you lose the peace. You lose the rest. You had the opportunity for peace and rest, but you lost it because you went to the wrong place. You went to the wrong person. Uh, uh, you went for the wrong promise. And so you didn't get what you were going for. I, I don't think you heard me. Jesus says, if you want rest, you come to me. Jesus says, if you want rest, you come unto me. That's what we ought to be teaching our children today. That's what we ought to be teaching our young people. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it straight. Our young people have not yet learned that when you're going through situations and problems, church is the place you ought to be. Our young people have not yet learned that church is the best place to be when you're going through problems, not because of the people, but because you will find God in church. Because if you go after the people, you'll be disappointed. Amen? So Jesus says, come unto me. Don't just come halfway. Don't just come to the Bible. And I love the scriptures. Come on now. Ain't no problems with scriptures. Are you hearing me today? Are you hearing me loud and clear? You better read your Bible. <laughs> but you got to take it a step further. Don't treat it as if it's some magic trick. And you can do some hocus pocus and then you'll be able to get through your day. You have got to come to Jesus. Say the heavier the cargo, the closer the cattle. Then Jesus says, the second part, I'm, I'm moving on. Then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus says, first of all, you come to me. And he entices us with the promise of rest. Anybody need rest today? Be careful how you pray for rest. Are, are you hearing me today? I, I, come on. No, I, I don't think you heard me. Be careful how you pray for rest. See, the rest that God is offering you is not a relaxation rest. The rest where you do nothing. You don't want that type of rest. That's the worst type of rest you could ever get. You are the most tired when you're doing nothing. I don't think you heard me. I said, don't pray to God, Lord, I hate this job so much. Can I get some rest? Because you know, many of us thinking that way, we say, Lord, just give me a break. Say, don't, don't pray that way. Come on now. Don't, don't say, Pastor Brian said. <laughs> Just pray for rest. The Lord will give you rest. You don't want that type of rest. If you notice it, Jesus says the rest that he is giving us is different from cessation. It's different from ceasing all activity. It's different from 
doing nothing because what we are, are, are going through in life is not that we don't want to do anything, but it's that we want to feel accomplished in what we do. And the frustrations that we go through in life is because we are struggling, is because we are pulling, it's because we are working, it's because we are doing, it's because we are showing up, it's because we are there, it's because we are sacrificing, it's because we are trying all of these things and yet we accomplish nothing. It's the frustration of trying everything within your power to get something done and you get nothing. It's the frustration of pulling in a certain direction and finding out that 10 people are pulling in the opposite direction. That's why the Bible says two cannot walk together unless they are agreed. See, the frustrations we go through in life come from the fact that we are not pulling in the same direction. Are you hearing me, church? You know, the Bible has an interesting law in the Old Testament. And I don't want you to point to your neighbor and identify them by the scripture. But the Bible says you ought not to peer. Are you hearing me? You ought not to yoke an ox with an ass. I don't know how many oxes we have here today. But I know in every church there are some asses. In every relationship you have an ass. Come on now. And if you don't think there is one in your relationship, you are the one. I, I, I learned that the other day. I learned that the other day, you know. In every relationship, there is an ox and there is an ass. In every family, come on now, speak the truth. Speak the truth. In every family, in every family, there is an ox. And in every family, there is an ass. Come on now, can I get an amen? Do I have to beg for an amen? No, I'm going to preach it anyway. Because thus saith the Lord. In every group. There are oxes and asses, and, and the Bible says that it is difficult for you to put the two together and for them to accomplish anything. Because the ox is patient. The asses just want to run. <laughs> I'm teaching you a lesson here today. Come on now. I, I don't know about you in our marriage early on. Come on now. My wife was the ox and I was the ass. I'll, I'll confess, in monetary areas, she would save and I would spend as quickly as she saved. Come on now, you've been there before. I'm illustrating it. See, I was an ass. And so we never saved anything, Brother Joe. Are you hearing me? What, you said? He's sending the ass back to Utah, is that what? This, this brother is not right, you know. This brother is not right. But the Bible says, don't put the ox and the ass together. They will not accomplish anything. They will frustrate each other. 
So when I tell you that the rest that Jesus is giving you is not relaxation. It's not that you won't be doing anything. Jesus says the rest that you need is to know that you are yoked with somebody who is going where you are going. Are you hearing me? You're going to be yoked with somebody who is pulling when you are pulling. Are you hearing me? You, you're going to be put together with a group and with a church and with a family that's going in the same direction that everybody is carrying their own weight. You say, Mary and Martha, Jesus went to Bethsaida to visit some friends and, and the Bible tells us that Mary was upset. Martha was upset. Because while she was working, Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, unequally yoked. Are you hearing me? You've got to be going in the same direction. Everybody has to be pulling their weight and understanding the importance of what is happening. Tell your neighbor it's not the burden. It's the yoke. So Jesus says the solution is let me give you a different yoke. Are you hearing me today? Let me give you a different yoke. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. No, 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 no. This is funny because in the Greek there, there, there are two basic types of infinitives. You have your present infinitive. I'm teaching you a little bit here. You have your present infinitive which tells you do something and continue to do it. And then you have your aorist infinitive which says, which is more a matter of urgency. Do it now. You know, when I read this text in the English, I thought to myself, the come must be the aorist. Must be a matter of urgency. And then the take my yoke and the learning, that sounds more like something that you would do continuously. But I was surprised to find out that it was the exact opposite. Jesus says, you've got to keep coming to me. Are you hearing me? Jesus says, you don't just come one time and then, and then everything is all right. That is something you have to make a habit of going to Jesus. Are you hearing me? He says, you've got to Keep coming and, and, and come and, and, and when you are there, keep on coming. But then he says, it is urgent. It is important that you take my yoke. And it is important that you learn of me. Uh, many of us come to Jesus and we just want to sit in church. I'm just talking to the walls right now. We expect to find rest because the Sabbath is the only day that you don't have to work from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. Jesus says, when you come to me, there is work to be done. But don't worry because I'll be working with you. And I'm going to give you a yoke that will make it easier. The, the heavier the cargo. Are you hearing me? It's the clothes of the cattle are, are put together. Can I get two strong men to come on up? Operative word, strong. Brother Martin, come on up. 
They're about the same height, about the same built, not really, and about. <laughs> but they'll work, all right? <laughs> all right, they're they're both oxes now, all right. All right, all right. The secret of, 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 of yoking is you yoke depending on what you're trying to do. All right? If you want to yoke for speed, you put them apart so they have freedom of movement. And they can get through quick, quicker. That's what you do when they yoke the cattle to pull carts, lighter carts, lighter loads that you're more dealing with. You want this thing to be done quickly. When they're doing their plowing and moving heavy loads, you bring them together. You're not worried about the movement anymore. You just want to combine the strengths. Are you hearing me, church? I know you got it, but you want to combine the, str the strength. See, God says we're not in a marathon here. We're not, I mean, we're not in a sprint. The Christian pathway is not a 100-meter sprint. Are you hearing me? Come on, I thought somebody would, would be with me here. You, you guys changed over this, the, the past couple? You're not in a sprint. Life is not in a the, the, the Bible says the race is not for the swift. The Bible says you try to run, you're running ahead, and, and you don't even understand where you're running to. Uh, you you got to understand the times that we are living in. And, and it's not the fact that you are going through something. It's what you are yoked to or who you are yoked to and how you are yoked. Are you yoked to be able to pull the burdens in life? Or are you just yoked for speed? Some people are yoked to just come into church and, and get out. Speed. Say, Pastor, preach quickly because we got something to do. Speed. Come on now. I'm going to put it in there. Amen. Say, hurry up because we got to get this thing over with. I got business to deal with. The Bible says uh, this is not a sprint. This is an obstacle course. And if you're going to be successful, uh, you got to be yoked together. And you got to press together. And you got to unite the strength with strength uh, so that you can be able to get through the situations uh, that you'll be facing. So Jesus says, take my yoke. It is important. It is critical. It is urgent that you take my yoke and you learn of me. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I'm closing. Strong man. Come on now. Put your hands together. I'm closing. He says, it is important. Are you hearing me today? It is important that you take my yoke. Because many of us, we've been yoked with sin. We thought that if we did this thing, it would get us through easier. Are you hearing me? People doing backdoor deals to survive in today's economy. Jesus says, you got to be yoked with me. Not with your sin. I, 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 some of us are unequally yoked. We may be the ox 
and our partner is the ass. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. But you, you're not yoked with the right person. Jesus says, take my yoke and learn of me. And, 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 and here's the good thing. I'm closing. I'm closing. The Bible says, you will find. Are you hearing me? See, see, I told you there were two parts to the passage, didn't I? And I told you that there was a what? A plea and a what? You guys are bad students. You're terrible students. You know that. I haven't heard a word I said. It's like, just preach, pastor. Just, just shout. Come on now. See, since I get to Utah, I understand you got to make sure the people hearing what you're saying, you know? So there's a what? There are two parts. There's a plea and there's a? Come on now. Say it one more time. There's a? And a what? Uh-oh. I have, do I have to say it again? <laughs> Come on now. Plea and a? Jesus says the first plea is come to me. And he entices us with the promise that I will do what? The Greek there says, I will rest you. I will, I, will, I will allow you to experience rest. But then the second part, there's a plea. It says what? Take my yoke. And what? Learn of me. It means work with Jesus. Cooperate with Jesus. Don't just come to Jesus. Are you hearing me? Don't just come to Jesus. Cooperate with Jesus. Come on now, don't just come to church, cooperate with the church. Cooperate with your pastor. Cooperate with your leaders. Cooperate with your spouses. Come on now, cooperate with your parents. Even cooperate with your kids. Because the Bible says, uh, fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath. That's what the Bible says. If you want to experience rest, you got to learn to cooperate. You got to learn to be yoked together and to pull together in one direction. You've got to learn each other. You got to understand each other's personalities, uh, our strengths, and our weaknesses. Jesus says it is imperative. It is important. It is critical that you be yoked together with the right person and that you learn about them, that you experience them because then you will find. The Bible says you will find. You know when you buy those things, kids and they always say there's some prize in some unmarked boxes. And, and it's distributed randomly. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And, 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 and you dig inside the box and you find that you got a card or some crazy thing. You discover something on the inside. I don't think you got me. You discover, you receive it, and then when you got into it, Say, God gave it to you, but when you got into it, are you hearing me? You came to Jesus, and he gave it to you without charge. He said, this is yours for just coming to me. Uh, this is what I give to everybody who comes to me. Uh, but you've got to get into it uh, uh, to discover the depth of what you were given. Uh, the Bible says, you will find. 
And that word there is eurisco. Uh, if you don't know it, you remember back in the day, they tell you this uh, Greek philosopher, he was in his bathtub. And he discovered a principle and he said, Eureka, I got it. I finally understood what I've been thinking about all this time. God says you will get your eureka moment. You will discover what real rest is. Because we don't know what rest is. God gave it to us and we don't use it. We never explore it. We never get into it. God gave us the body and, and we don't even come around to be around the body to experience what it is to be a church. God gave us family and we, we take the fast food route and we never spend time with family so you never experience what it is to be family. God gave you your wife. Come on now. God gave you your wife. Somebody better say amen. amen. But you're so busy with work, you never got in and, and got to check her out. Are you hearing me? And understand her inner workings uh, so you never discover who you have, who you are given by the Lord. Jesus says, I will give you rest. But when you work with me, when you cooperate with me, when you are yoked with me, you will say, Eureka, I understand what rest is. I believe I'm speaking to somebody today. Life has become a burden. You are weary. It's only the new year, but you are tired. You are sick and tired of situations as they currently are. Jesus, you heard the invitation from the Lord. He said, I understand your pain. See, the Bible says, God looks on the poor. And he satisfies their need. But the rich he sends away empty. If you don't feel a need, you will not come to Jesus. But Jesus says if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of you pulling one direction. And, and everybody pulling in an opposite direction. If you're sick and tired of being yoked with an ass. God says come unto me. And I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. And learn of me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest unto your soul. The Bible tells us that there is no temptation that has befallen us. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 10. But such as is what? common unto man. It means it's not the situation you are in. It's because you're not yoked properly. You don't have the person pulling with you. You don't have the support. The yoke is rubbing your neck the wrong way. Come on now. And instead of making the work lighter, it adds to the burden. 
added to that, you have the frustration of seeing that you are accomplishing nothing. Going around in circles. Jesus says, come unto me. Keep coming. See, be, be frustrated with the world, but don't never you be frustrated with coming to me. Are you hearing me? That is something that you got to keep doing. So today the invitation is open to you. You want to say, Jesus, I come. You want to say, Jesus, I want to experience that rest. For 2011, I want to know what it is to be a success, to work without murmuring. Are you hearing me? Because we do the work, but we murmur. Are you hearing me? And to experience what true rest means not talking about relaxation rest I am talking about fruitful labor you know when you do something and it's done well you can look back at it and it energizes you Jesus says if you want to experience that come unto me and so you're coming to Jesus we're gonna pray we're gonna pray you're coming to Jesus you say I don't want to be the ass let me be an ox, Jesus. 